In April of 2016, a TV show named Winona Earp debuted in the U.S. and Canada. Shortly thereafter, a fandom was born. And not just any fandom, and not just any fans. These fans called themselves Earpers. Welcome to This Earper Life, a podcast about the stories behind the fandom. I'm Anne. And I'm Kat. We're both Earpers, and we both wanted to know more about the show and fandom we love. Each week, we take a closer look at the stories behind the show and the fandom that celebrates it. Last week, we watched as Wayhot walked down the aisle to Lindsay Ray's song, Won't Let Go. And this week, Kat and I catch up with her and talk about her singing career and her experiences with the Erper fandom. Enjoy our interview with Lindsay Ray, recorded on April 15th, 2021. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? We can. Okay, awesome. Because I'm using my AirPods and I'm always afraid that it's not going to work when I do this. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't. Oh, you guys sound like radio good. <laughs> Thank you. You got the props and everything. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so clear. Wow, I'm impressed. Well, welcome, Lindsay. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Good. You're welcome. Um, yeah, we're just finishing up our Music of Winona Earp episode. Um, and then, you know, episode 12 aired and we got a glimpse of your sound and we just figured you'd be the icing on the cake of our episode. So uh, that makes me so happy. Yeah. So you interviewed um, Andrea, the music supervisor. Yeah. We just talked to her today. Um, nice. Yeah. We've been working on getting her for a while and um, eventually we just figured let's wait until the whole end of the season airs. And we're glad we did now because more stuff came up. Right. Um, yeah. So I had more questions for her, but um, yeah. Welcome to the show. And um, why don't you just start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and your musical journey? Oh, gosh. I'll try to cliff note it because it's been a long one. Go tell tell us. We want all the dirt. (laughs) Um, Well, I grew up in a small town in Maine. Okay called Belfast, Maine. Um, And uh, yeah, for years, you know, I was kind of pursuing music there. I would play local gigs and stuff. And I was a wedding singer. I was in a reggae band. I was just doing all these like cover band things. And then back in the days of MySpace, I put uh, a video of myself performing one of my first songs that I'd ever written um, on my MySpace page. And this indie label out of New York saw it and reached out to me and flew me to New York. And that's kind of how I got out of Maine initially. Back in 2008, um, I signed this little indie deal, moved out to LA, lived there for six years. And um, so if anyone like looks up my music on Spotify, there's earlier music that's from like 2009, 2010. So that's the early stuff that I did. And then I I wasn't really in love with like the sound that I had going. And so I, I also wasn't really in love with being an artist, honestly. Like I wasn't sure if that was really my path. So I kind of changed directions and started focusing on writing for other artists and just mostly became a songwriter. Um, and yeah, so I wrote kind of in the pop world for a while out there. Um, I had some, I had a song with Demi Lovato, a song with Mariah Carey. Um, I had a feature with DJ Tiesto that kind of did well in, in Europe and stuff in the club scene. And, and that was all really cool. And then I decided to move to Nashville in 2014, I think it was. And um and when I went there, I was thinking like, oh, maybe I'll start writing country. But instead, I ended up like writing all these different types of music. I started a rock band with my boyfriend at the time called Farmdale and and uh, just kind of like went in all these directions that I never planned on going and created all these different 
side projects and bands and personas and release lots of different types of music. And then um, about, I guess, a year or two ago, I started releasing music as Lindsay Ray again. But it, it was a long journey to get back to the Lindsay Ray thing, because like I said, I really thought that it was um, something I had put to bed. And I guess it wasn't. Yeah, well, we're glad you didn't. <laughs> so I, I was looking on your your website, and you're not new to TV show um, music at all. You have a long catalog of songs that have been featured on yeah. all the big ones, Grey's Anatomy, um, Station 19. It seems like you name it, you've been on there. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about sync music and maybe kind of explain for our listeners what sync music is well basically it's just anything like you said that's been featured in a you know a tv show a movie trailer a movie uh, a commercial all that kind of stuff that's all considered sync music but i think there's you know like there's the thing where like justin timberlake's song is in a movie and you wouldn't really call that sync music right because it's justin timberlake so you already know who he is he's already famous and established and therefore it's just wow justin timberlake has a song in this movie so for people like me who are lesser known artists we sort of get labeled as sync artists because that's sort of our claim to fame it's like no one knows about me because i was touring around and they saw me on stage somewhere they know me because they hear me on a tv show and it's um it's been going on. I mean, sync music has been a thing, I would say probably for like, well, forever really, but, but in terms of people like aiming for that as a career, I think that's been maybe in the last 10 years and, and even, you know, more in the last five years, since I've been in Nashville, I've noticed that a lot of people, like a lot of friends of mine, even who, you know, I've written number one country songs and things who now are um, sort of starving artists again, because of the way the music streaming works and the way people get paid as songwriters, it's really hard to make a living as a songwriter. If you're not writing a hit, you know, song that's on the radio, which there's only so many slots for that. So, um, yeah, a lot of people like me are just sort of, we're, we're frustrated artists and writers, I think that just eventually found this lane where, um, you could just do your thing and be an artist. And if you were lucky enough to get paired up with a good company that has good relationships with music supervisors like Andrea, then they can pitch your music and hopefully it gets placed and then you can make a living. And so um, I signed with a company called Secret Road back in 2013. And they're really well known in the licensing um, area of, of music publishing and stuff. Um, they they helped develop Ingrid Michelson. I don't know if you're familiar with her, but she was uh, she's pretty big and she like kind of broke on the scene from an old Navy commercial years ago, like in 2007 and uh, lots of Grey's Anatomy placements in the very beginning of Grey's Anatomy when that was like how you found new indie music. So, um, which is a part of the reason why I signed with them when they approached me, I thought, you know, the pop getting pop cuts is like few and far between. And there's still a part of me that wants to be an artist, but I'm not really sure if I want to ever sign to a label again. And so for me, signing with Secret Road was like, an opportunity to just be an artist again and just see if there was still a way to make a living in this kind of non-traditional way. And I've been really, really fortunate that it's worked out for me. And I'm so grateful because I actually have, like I said, I have three artist projects that I am currently releasing music under um, and juggling all at the same time. And uh, it keeps things interesting. It keeps me inspired and it allows me to just be 
uh, really free creatively and artistically. I don't ever feel like I have to be this one thing that, you know, people expect me to be or that the radio wants me to be. I don't have to really think about radio. I just have to think about, you know, writing honest songs that are um, some version of me and sharing a little piece of that and then hoping that that will resonate with, uh, you know, some picture or some show or something. And um, yeah, I've been really lucky that it has a lot of the time. And, and of course, a lot of that is credit to Secret Road doing a good job of getting my music to the right people. But, you know, obviously it takes both things. It's like you got to write the right kind of song and then you've got to have the right team. So I'm just sort of lucky that I'm in a really good partnership right now. Yeah. And um, we've spoken with uh, a couple other artists who uh, have had their songs on Winona Earp. And it's it's interesting the way, you know, the landscape seems to be changing a little bit. And I mean, I'm just learning about, you know, people having their songs placed in in shows from from doing the podcast, uh, focusing on the show. Um, but yeah, I can see where it does like lead you to be freer. Um, yeah. And I had spoken about how like I don't travel a lot in the car anymore. So it's like most of the songs I hear are like from a TV show that I just watched. So it's, I, right. I like that aspect of, of finding new artists. And, you know, as soon as you hear, so just today I was like, who sings this song? I swear I've heard this person before. And, you know, so I had to ask Google to, to find it for me and, you know, immediately add it to my Spotify. So um, yeah, it's like the landscape has, has kind of shifted a little bit that way. Yeah, and it's a great tool for, you know, independent songwriters like myself or artists because, um, you know, normally people discover you from the radio. So if you don't have the money and the budget and the power of a big machine behind you, a big label, uh, what better promotion is there for your music than an ad or a TV show that lots of people are watching? And um, I mean, I've certainly found that that's been, I mean, that's how I have all of my followers. Not that I have a ton of followers, but like... All, you know, pretty much everybody has found me through s some show that they loved or a scene. And it's like, it seems to connect to people. Uh, I don't know, it's like a powerful connection, because they're so invested in this storyline and in these characters. And so like, that's what happened for me last Friday, right? Like, this is a song that I didn't even have released yet. And I knew there was a chance that it was going to be used. Like I did get an email months ago about that but I never found out that it was definitely happening so I woke up Saturday morning to messages in my inbox where people were saying hey we're looking for your song and I thought wait did my song get used somewhere and then luckily some some like maybe it was you I don't know who it was somebody on Instagram had posted a clip of it so I got to see it and I was like oh my gosh this is so amazing like I found out because of so you back up you you didn't even know that your song was going to be featured in the show let alone no. like the epic wedding no I had no idea I had no idea and and I remember like because I went back to and I searched in my email and I'm like okay surely someone told me about this and there was there was an email that said hey episode 12 <laughs> season four you know they may want to use your song and then it's like that's kind of how it works like I'll find out like maybe they'll use it and sometimes I'm lucky and we find out ahead of time and they say, oh, yeah, it's going to air tonight or it's going to be next week. And then I can help, you know, promote it on my page. But a lot of times we don't find out. We don't get the confirmation. So I found out. And then, of course, I'm like waking up drinking my coffee. and I'm like, oh, gosh, this seems like kind of a big deal. And it's like, clearly, like, I know that this show is a big deal to people. And I was like, wait, this was the finale. Wait, this was a wedding. Oh, my gosh, I got to get this up on YouTube ASAP. 
So I was scrambling to like, you know, put that all together. And I went into iMovie and like made my little one, you know, whatever image that I put on YouTube. And luckily I did it fast enough. Um, I think, I don't know if other people had put it up first, but yeah, it was crazy. And then like that whole day I was getting notifications from people just thanking me for putting it there. And I thought, Whoa, this is like, this is different. Like, as you saw on my website, I've had a lot of things. I've had a lot of placements and a lot of shows, but th this is different. This one is a way different reaction than I've ever seen before. Like everyone, it seems so um, affected by it, which is such a huge honor because when I wrote that song, I was just writing a love song. You know, I was just kind of like thinking about people that I love and just different scenarios of, you know, just, I don't know, just what that is to really love in that way and want to comfort somebody. Yeah. Let's talk about that, um, that reaction and that difference. Like what, <laughs> What yeah. is it normally like when let's let's use Grey's Anatomy as as a benchmark? So you have a song on Grey's Anatomy. What is the reaction usually like for something like that? Usually it's like a handful of like Twitter mentions or people that will reach out and say, oh, I loved this or, you know, you know, um, or I'll get like comments on YouTube because I try if I know the song's going to be on a show, I try to already have the song at least on YouTube so people can find it. So usually it's that I just get some notifications that someone's like, oh, I heard this last night in Grace and I loved it. And I think, oh, good. Someone liked it. That's great. I didn't fail. You know, what I mean? <laughs> at least one person. <laughs> um, and then that's kind of it usually or like once in a while, somebody will post about it on my Instagram and then I'll have something to kind of like share and, and thank them for. But again, it's usually like five to ten comments like that's pretty much it. Like this was like hundreds. And then is it usually a song that you also have on Spotify? Like, do you immediately start to see your Spotify plays go up after you had a placement in a show? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't like track it daily or anything to really see exactly what the, what the, you know, jump is, but I've had situations where, yeah, like I'll go and look at my Spotify stats for like the past month and I'll see that, Oh, that one week in August, it really went up and I'll be like, Oh yeah, that's when I had that thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, but uh, well, and then sometimes like there's this thing called Tune Find. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that website, yeah. but sometimes there's like there's a trending music section on there. So there've been a few times where like a co um, a co writer of mine or the producer of the song will be like, "Hey, we're trending on Tune Find," and I'll notice that, and that'll be kind of cool. Like I think that happened from I think it was Grey's Anatomy. There was something once where like for a week I was like the number one trending song and that felt kind of cool because like for, for sync people that's like our charts that's like the billboard chart for us you know it's not the radio chart but it's like it's the thing you know and that means that 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 means that our song was the one that most people were looking for at the end of the week so that's a real um, compliment obviously we um so nobody really warned you about the erpers well, okay, so this is the other thing is like I said about how I had um, how I have these other music projects. So I actually had a song in Winona Earp in an earlier season, but as one of my other versions of myself. <laughs> oh, because I looked today and I couldn't someone had said on a on a on a chat that you did you have two other songs? Or just one? No, I think it was just one. Okay. Only one that I know of. And I so looked it was and called... I couldn't find it. Oh, interesting. So it's, um, well, I, and I never saw the scene, but I've seen like clips of it on YouTube that people have made. So it's, I think it was in the first season and it was like, I don't know which character it was. I want to say maybe Waverly or something. Is that, 
and, and she was like dancing in a cheerleading suit <gasps> uh, outfit to the song called Write My Story. Hold Okay, the so that's phone. your other name? That's yeah, you? Well, no, so Oliana is, it, that's me. I'm Oliana. That's why I couldn't find it. <laughs> because I was breaking like, hey, news. <laughs> yeah, breaking so news. now also we're Oliana. also talking to Write My Story? Uh, yes. This is Which is so, you guys, this is so funny too, because so the other day, so when this happened, like, and Oliana was like, I had just started that project. And that was one of the first songs I had done for Oliana. And I produced it, wrote it a hundred percent. Like it was a big deal for me artistically because I was taking a risk of like not letting anyone help me make it sound professional. I was just doing it in my bedroom. And that was one of my first songs that I ever produced on my own. And then it got this placement and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. And I hadn't heard of the show at the time. And then the same thing happened, not exactly like this past week, but I did get a lot of like love from Erpers. And I, that's how I like knew all the hashtags to post the other day. Cause I was like, oh, way hot. Erpers, I like these people. <laughs> like these guys are, these are real fans. And, um, and yeah, they really helped get that song going for me and get that project going for me initially. And then, um, and then anyway, yeah. And so like when this happened, I was like, oh, I wonder if anyone will know that both of those are me. And I saw somebody post something. I can't remember where it was, but it was somebody that was posting like a thing, a fan that was saying like, oh gosh, I learned so much from this series. You know, I learned that I should, you know, I can write my own story and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God, they're quoting me. <laughs> Lindsay, I, I don't think anyone knows this. And I, I feel like we have to like air this episode immediately is like late breaking news because <laughs> I saw this on some some message group right saying that you had had a song in another in another season hmm. so I went into that tuned in site where it lists like all the different every song that's in every episode right and I but, but I was looking for Lindsay Ray. Ray and I didn't find <laughs> any and I scoured it and I was like no I don't I don't see anything that changed. Yeah. Well, and could they not be like, they're like so drastically different? Like, no one would ever be like, oh, I bet she's also the girl who does that rappy thing. Like, that's not. But that song is like insane <laughs> to the Erper <laughs> fandom. Like, it's an it's iconic so scene. It's obviously people yeah. play it. Oh, there are people who who try to do the dance routine and they play your song. You can YouTube it right now and find people dancing to the routine with your song. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I've got to look that up. So, okay, so is it because it was like the early courtship of this relationship? Is that what that was? Yeah, it's like a super sexy, like she does a cheerleader dancing for her girlfriend. And then she's at the end, she says, I didn't know if that was your thing. And she says, baby, that's everybody's thing. So it's just like this <laughs> iconic scene. And it's interesting. Wow. It, it is super iconic. And there are some things that happen in the show that transcend and I don't know if you know anything about fan fiction. It's when, no, when fans really. of a show will write stories with those characters. Oh, and it's like interesting. A whole, Lindsay's a whole thing. <laughs> Wait, so like, the, and then, world. and then that like people will now follow like your story because they like your storyline better than the show or something, yeah, or or just in addition. Yeah, it's like exactly. a way for the show to live on beyond the show. Right. Right. And, and so oh, there are that. there are things within the show that have transcended and are very common in fan fiction, and the you know the 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 Waverly cheerleader thing is a very common theme, and also baby that's everybody's thing is a very common catchphrase outside of okay. in, in the fan fiction world. So that I mean, there's so many reasons why that scene is so iconic, and mm. I, I can't believe that was your song. 
What a fun, I can't believe either that I that we're talking well, to you how, about this. How cool now that like because it seems like this wedding was also kind of, you know like obviously a really um, pivotal scene. So now I'm just like even more honored that I get to be a part of two of those things. And now I'm like, man, I guess I gotta go watch the whole show now. <laughs> yes. So so you so you weren't <laughs> warned, but you you kind of thought from experience from that uh, song that well I remember when I got the email that I might have a song in another you know that one of my Lindsay Ray songs might be in this new season I thought oh that would be great because I love those people like so I remember thinking that like I was like oh that would be really good to help because again like I just started releasing music as Lindsay Ray again after many years and after thinking I never would again so I I knew that like and I knew what song they were considering using and I hadn't released that song yet. So I was like, oh, if that happens, that could be really cool and that could do something for that song. And then like, yeah, it just all kind of, like Saturday really honestly blew me away. And like, I looked today on my YouTube just to see and it's over 20,000 views already. And it's only been a couple of days. I, so here, Incredible. here's this story. So the episode aired Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern time uh right uh, 7 p.m uh western uh east coast no you're right east coast oh no it was 7 p.m for us seven here 7 p.m here 10 p.m eastern okay so 10 p.m eastern i'm so bad at time math okay so so anyway so it it airs on the east coast right (laughs) and then cat and i are both on the west coast so i i watched it on the east coast and then i watched it on the west coast as well and then immediately following the West Coast, I did a live podcast with Erpers talking about the episode we just watched, right? Oh, cool. So everyone's talking about the song. And we're, we've got people on air calling in and talking with us. And then we also have people in the chat group actively trying to, I'm like, who sings this song? I didn't catch mm-hmm. it in the credits. Um, you know, what do we know about the song? I love this song. So actively I have someone in the chat group trying to find it for me as we're live on the air. Uh, thank you, Gabriel. Shout out to Gabriel. Um, and he says, I think it's this Lindsay Ray. Cause I think he did find it on that. Um, what is it? Tuned in or whatever. Tune find. Yeah. Tune find. yeah. Um, but that's all we could find so far. And then the next morning I woke up and then I saw a link in um, Twitter saying it's on YouTube. So when I looked at it, it was at like, what's a cat? I told you about this. It was like 12 o'clock and you were at 2000 views already. Yeah. Cause I probably didn't get it up until 10 <laughs> o'clock Eastern time. Yeah. that morning. So then I looked at it again in the evening around 8 PM and it had already over doubled. It was already at almost like 5,000. And then so over the week, I just kind of would do screenshots whenever I played the song to see like where you were at. Right. (laughs) And yeah. So last I looked was like eight o'clock this morning and it was at 19,000 plays. Yeah, it's up. It's it's over over 20,000 now. It's just like, so is that like a few people that are just listening to it all day? I every think day? like 300 <laughs> of them were probably me, um, but that's still a drop in the bucket. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and you have over, and I'm, so I'm looking at the page now, you have over 210 comments on, uh, yeah. on that link. And it's just people who are so happy that, that the song's up, 
it's just so much love and you know uh uh it's just it's just really incredible it's really incredible yeah yeah you're telling me i mean imagine <laughs> like what like the, the thing is it's like obviously you know i create the songs that I create because they're, they come out of me. Right. So it's like, obviously I get the idea and I'm moved and I'm inspired and I create it. Right. So part of it is like my own sort of selfish thing where it's like my own therapy. Right. But when it does resonate with somebody else or somebody loves it, that's, there's just no better feeling in the world. And then to have that times a hundred or however many people are saying, and they're not just saying like, Oh, this is a cool song. Like they're like, Oh my gosh, these lyrics, are perfect for this wedding scene or they're perfect for you know this storyline of these characters and all these things and um you know I had some people ask me if I wrote it for the scene which I kind of wish I could say that I did but I didn't but um anyway yeah it's just it's the best feeling ever because it it just makes me I don't know feel like supported and encouraged to keep doing what I'm doing which is not the easiest road of career to choose so it's um it, I don't think like people understand how just a little comment like that, how much it can affect an artist. I mean, it really does. It's like, I've been floating all week. I'm like, okay, well, I've got like a, a little bit of a fan base now and like they care <laughs> and I'm going to release it on Friday and they're going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we, we've talked to a handful of artists. So in this episode that we're, we're making, we're focusing on the music. So we decided we want, we're going to pull, three or four very iconic songs and talk to the artists. And, and obviously you're one of those people. The scenes that we chose are, and it's, you know, because where Ann and I are, are way hot fans in particular, there's lots of great characters in the show, but for whatever reason we connect to way hot. So the, all the songs end up actually ended up being way hot scenes that we chose. And what strikes me is that in each of these songs, that are that are you know put into these scenes it's as if they were written for the scene and so mm -hmm. you know looking at your lyrics it's you know it's sort of like almost like one of these characters is 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 saying these lyrics to the other it, it's it's just mm -hmm. it's time and time again when 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 putting this together and, and talking to Anne about the show it's just like there's so many elements that seem like it was just meant to be and your song is now definitely a part of that and yeah i mean i've said it before but the, you know this show's going to outlive all of us and so your song and your voice will forever be a part of this you know this fandom and this show and mm -hmm. has i mean have you ha, what does that feel like to hear to hear someone say that about a, a piece of your art i don't even know i mean what to say to that that's like that's best case scenario for someone like me i mean that's especially someone who, you know, does essentially make my living and, and uh, earn a fan base specifically through sync. It's like, that is the prime kind of sync that you can get. It's either a, a massive international commercial, or it's a really, really emotional, pivotal scene in a series that has a huge fan base. So um, yeah, like I remember, for example, uh, Sia's Breathe Me, I think that song broke because it was the ending scene of Six Feet Under. I never watched that show, but I remember hearing about that. Like that was a really incredible sync for that song for her. Um, so yeah, when I found out that it was this wedding scene and 
and you know, the finale and all of that, I knew I was like, wow, this is really special. I'm really, really lucky. And I just give all my thanks to secret road and Andrea. I haven't even met Andrea, but um, I did tweet to her and thank her about it. But I was going to say like your, your comment about how well everything sort of fits. I mean, that's a testament to the music supervisor, right. And to the people who made that final decision to say, yes, this is what's going to fit with this scene. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that just, that I means she's doing her job right. <laughs> and I'm just lucky that I got to be a part of it. You know, I don't know how many songs she was looking at for that scene. I'm sure there were several. So, so you, you've been in a lot of, of, of placements. Do you, do you go back and watch the scenes with your, your song in them or, or not? If I can, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't always, there's a lot of them that are things that are um, in Europe and stuff and I never get to see it or it's like a commercial or something that I just don't have access to. Mm. Um, and then the same thing with TV shows really like um, I used to watch all of them in the beginning when there were just a few, like the very, you know, like I remember I had a song in like ghost whisperer or something years ago. And I, and I definitely remember watching that and uh, castle and like all, all of those like early shows I definitely did but yeah these days I don't I don't catch them all um so I actually especially really appreciate it when fans post a clip of it because then I you know I don't know how I would have found this otherwise I I guess I could have scoured YouTube for it but did you say um, you didn't even know if it was going to be in the show (laughs) it was I didn't know yeah yeah it was and honestly it was I was like oh man maybe this is like really bad that I don't already have this up but it's funny I um because my team you know was like oh my gosh we're so sorry we didn't we didn't know it had confirmed either and like you know so it's not their fault and I said yeah I I think it actually maybe worked out for the best though because it allowed me to to sort of scramble to get this thing on YouTube and to to interact with the fans maybe in a way that maybe I wouldn't have you know because if it had just been up there I would have been like oh that's nice I'm getting comments but it was like I was sort of experiencing it all at the same time as everybody else and every comment that came in I was right there and I was able to respond to people and say oh my gosh thank you and you know they were like when are you going to release this and I said I'll announce it Monday because honestly in that moment I was like I don't know I'm going to see how fast I can get make this like I had to make out, you know, the cover art. And then I made that promo that I posted on my Instagram on Monday, um, which, you know, that took me a little while, but I was like, okay, I think I can buy myself two days. I, I think I can announce this by Monday. <laughs> I love that. It was yeah. just like this scramble to like get something out there to just like <laughs> calm the masses for just like two yeah. more days. <laughs> but I mean, what better feeling than that, right. To actually have a demand and a reason to scramble. Like it was the best sort of anxiety that I've ever had really and and, and there's a part of me too that's like you know I mean I only know how to do everything the way I do it because I'm independent so it's like I know I'm I'm pretty certain it'll definitely be up on Apple Music (laughs) and Spotify because those can do they can like um, put it up on the platform really quickly Uh, but there's other digital stores like in other parts of the world that I don't know if it'll if it'll be up that fast because it takes time to process you know and I didn't upload it until Monday but anyway hopefully it'll all be okay but I'm like you know what's funny too is like I always feel like you're not supposed to like talk about that stuff like you're supposed to be all professional and be like oh yeah it'll be whatever but I'm like listen everyone knows I'm indie like I'm doing all of this myself you know so it's I'm doing the best that I can and I feel like there's it's there's sort of like 
something really human about just being honest about that. And then people will, you know, just be happy that I'm trying. You, right? Am I right? You wouldn't. Totally. 100%. <laughs> the thing about this, this show and this fandom is um, we love the underdog. So being an indie and like being vulnerable and saying like, I don't know, I'm doing the best I can. It's like, Erpers couldn't love you more by like oh, being the underdog. <laughs> Okay, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you said you saw a clip someone had posted on on Twitter. So you you did see the wedding clip with your song now on Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah, somebody yeah. posted like an IGTV, and that was how I saw it, and that was how I was able to make the little promo that I posted on Monday because I had some footage of clips that I could work with to make my own little thing. <laughs> <laughs> and did you ever see the cheerleader scene with your song? No, oh, that I have not seen. Okay, I know we're gonna I find have, a I clip. I just know that it and is. will tag you. Okay, okay, I would love that. Yeah, no, I haven't yeah. seen it, but I know, like I said, I know about it, and I knew that quote that you said about that's everything thing, baby, or whatever, because yeah. I remember people commenting that quote on my on write my story on YouTube. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so great that is that's great that's absolutely great yeah and and like and honestly i was i was trying to think of what other songs you know we we couldn't do everything and trying to think of well what songs you know were kind of the runners up that's absolutely a song because it was it was you know early second season and early in their relationship and you know yeah waverly was writing her story like she was finally being the person that she wanted to be and of course, it's mm. a very good dance routine that she's doing. <laughs> How funny would it have been? Like, I'm like trying and trying to find like who, you know, who, who we can contact about that song. And then we end up lighting up two separate interviews. That would be, oh, that would be, so funny. <laughs> that would be amazing. Wait, no, sorry. We, we already talked to you. Right. Sorry about that. It's, it's understanding. <laughs> Anne, I can't believe you did that. Oh. You know, it's funny when you just said that about explaining where where the character was in that moment of write my story like that she was sort of kind of figuring herself out and it's funny because I mean that's where I was at that point in my life when I wrote that song too so in some way it's like this really interesting parallel that I seem to have with this show and with these characters even though I've been not necessarily a part of it and watching it like all of you guys but how interesting is that I mean there's something yeah really I don't even quite know what to say about that or how to put my finger on that, but there's something in there that's like really special for me too. Cause yeah, it's been about four years now that I've been like really solely focused on myself as an artist and just going, okay, like I'm going to do this. I'm going to be Aliana and I'm going to go all in and I'm going to write all of these empowering songs that essentially are affirmations for myself. Like, cause I, you know, we all have our insecurities and things and um hmm. And when I first let go of being an artist at 27, when I let go of the Lindsay Ray thing initially, like that was one of the most heartbreaking parts of my life, you know, because I really, I just had to just accept, it felt like I was accepting defeat of like, oh, this isn't going to happen for me. And like everything that I dreamed of since I was five and that I've worked for, like maybe isn't going to happen. Like maybe I'm not good enough. And like that, that was heavy. Yeah. And uh And then when I got kind of to the part where I was able to sort of make a living in sync and I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to start like 
nobody cares. Nobody knows who I am. Nobody's watching. So I might as well have fun, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, when that's how I wrote, write my story. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to have fun. And I'm just going to like be sassy for a second. And it made me feel powerful. Like that song made me feel like I could do anything. And then slowly I kind of like, it, it's almost like the, I, I created a character, but then I actually it became part of who I was like maybe it was me the whole time but I wasn't willing to accept it until I sort of played it out like an actor and then I was like oh no this is in me like I I, I can be this person so I've grown a lot in confidence too and I've grown in love and I've let go of you know relationships that I thought I would have forever and I'm now recently in a really like the happiest healthiest relationship ever which allowed me to write a song like won't let go so I mean how it's just like the whole thing, it's really kind of beautiful. Yeah, it's uh, in wow. it's, it's very similar to the show, too, in that it's like the show's a very empowering, um, you know, be yourself, uh, find yourself type of story. You're good enough yeah. the way you are. Yeah. You're good enough. Yeah. Flaws and all. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Which isn't that like everybody's struggle, I feel like. Like that, I feel like, is the one common denominator that we all have as humans. Like, I tell me, show me somebody that hasn't deep down felt like they're not good enough. Mm -hmm. I just feel like that's the thing that, that we, a lot of us, I mean, sure, some people struggle with that more than others, but um, I don't know. I just feel like that's really good. This is a very universal human experience yeah. to feel that and to and to figure out how to overcome it and you can either overcome it in really negative ways where you become like overconfident and mean and you step on people because you you got to get yours or you can be kind and loving and just have faith and be patient or you know obviously I don't have to tell you guys you guys know <laughs> you're you're human right you know I, I, what this is like. when I last checked I was yes <laughs> <laughs> So, so, oh. yeah, so tomorrow is a big day. You're going to have uh, your song out and then all those herpers are yeah. going to uh, do what they do best. They're already <laughs> tweeting about it. Like everyone's waiting. It's so funny. I'm, I'm trying not to have like, you know, too high of expectations or anything. Cause like, I don't want to be like, oh, this is going to really be, you know, whatever. I just, I just want to be grateful for exactly what it is and what it has been. And honestly, like I said, just the love and the outpouring of support and people private messaging me and saying like, you don't understand. We're going to be fans forever. We're going to listen to everything you do. And now I'm like so excited because I have so much music that I haven't finished or released because I'm like, no one's listening. Oh, no. You know what I mean? And now that I feel like people are listening, like you guys just lit a fire under me. Like I'm like, I started thinking the other day and writing a list. I was like, I think I'm going to, I'm going to put out a full length album. I have all these songs. I'm just going to get them recorded and like put these out. Go for it. So here's the you thing. Are helping me. Here's the thing. <laughs> of of the two songs that you you've had on the show, you're you're a hundred percent because they're both already hits with Thurpers. So thank you. You've you've hundred percent. Got a, a good a good average. <laughs> yeah, it's good an amazing average. average. Okay, well I like that. I was a little <laughs> bit of a nerd, and I do like getting an A plus. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was so, I don't even know you. And I was so excited for you. I was like, Kat, I'm taking screenshots. And like, by the hour, this girl's numbers are going. I'm a numbers person. I was like, but oh my gosh, it was interesting because, you know, we, we decided we were going to do a podcast themed around the show of Wine Owner Earp. Uh, was it end of last year, beginning of this year? And yeah, end of so? last year. And so it just, 
ended up with the timing of everything that we we are you know we are going to start with our our first episode is going to be the music episode. So you're actually I think our last interview for that episode, and it was it just it all kind of worked out for the best because we got to see we didn't know what songs were coming. And, you know, mm. Anne had a had a hunch that there was going to be some songs in the finale that we'd probably want to talk about. And it absolutely ended up being true. Um, but then, yeah, Anne was so tickled because she got to watch it happen in, in like live. Like, you know, we've talked to artists real time. Oh, the next day I woke up and everything was crazy. But, you know, we're we're getting to kind of witness it as as we're going along. We're only a week into it, really. It's yeah. Really, so I mean, not even that's what's that's what's crazy yeah I'm I'm really excited I hope that um yeah I don't know I guess I just I hope that people stream it on Spotify and share it and then more people that maybe haven't caught up and finished watching the the season you know maybe they'll find it too and I don't know I don't even know what to say other than I'm just like so grateful and I'm, I'm grateful to you guys for reaching out to me and wanting to talk to me like all of it is just really um really nice feels really nice and it just makes me want to keep writing songs well perfect i just want to make people cry (laughs) daily i'm crying over that darn song i don't know if i should thank you or be mad at you (laughs) i either want to make you feel so empowered that you're like gonna break down stuff you're like kicking doors or you're crying those are the two things i want to goals Well, we are excited to uh, to watch you continue to to shine, and um, like I said, I'm sure you have the Erper love from here on out. So, thank you. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, guys. And, uh, it was such a pleasure. Yeah, do, to you, talk to you. do you have anything you want to plug that you have coming up, or um, where can everyone find you on your socials if they haven't already? Um, that's a good question. Well, on mm-hmm. Instagram, Lindsay Ray Ray Blue is my handle because Lindsay Ray Music was taken. Sorry, I know it's not <laughs> a great handle, but so it's Lindsay Ray Ray Blue. And I would, I would love, I mean, anybody who is interested in following on Instagram, that would be great because that's where that's what I use the most, honestly. Like I, I'll I'll do Twitter once in a while. Um, and when I release new music, I do try to remember to always put it on YouTube. But for the most part, everything that I'm doing in terms of like promoting what's coming up. For any of my projects on my Lindsay Ray page, I, I promote what's coming out for Aliena and Rael and my Lindsay Ray stuff. So mm-hmm. I try to be good about doing all of that. So like I do have a new Aliena song coming out next week on Earth Day, actually. And it's coming out on Earth Day for a very specific reason, because the song is very much about like a social consciousness awakening, hopefully that I'm hoping for in the world. Mm-hmm. So um, it's and it's called Evolution. So I'm excited about that. And uh, yeah, and then the song tomorrow. And then now I'm just excited to get all these other songs of mine written. And hopefully, I mean, you know, I'd like to be able to have an album to release by the end of the year. So we'll see. Awesome. Well, thank you Amazing. so much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Let's talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Take care. Does anyone else know that that's who that was? I had a song on before. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, when was that? Like, was, I'm like, oh, in my head, I'm like, oh, it's probably some song. It's like a song that was playing in the background of shorties or yeah, like, like a not, song. A, not a big scene, right? <laughs> oh, no, no. It's the not cheerleader the song. <laughs> that people are like, if you get this to 5 million tweets, I'll do the cheerleading routine. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the one. <laughs>